Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 152, and after a short break, I'm sitting here alone in a Walmart parking lot in Austin, Texas, sipping on a strawberry banana McCafe smoothie. It's been, I, don't, I think it's actually only been like three weeks off. Uh, um, just took like a short little mental break, been kind of going through some shit mentally and, you know. I felt like, in a weird way, I just didn't really have anything to talk about that I thought would be interesting at all, and actually, I was completely wrong. I was just out of it, Um, but we're back. Before we get into the episode, though, uh, I have a couple dates that I would like to plug. The, uh, on, shit, now it's all backwards, dude. The 26th, the 26th of May, it's next Thursday, so you listen to this on Friday or Monday or Tuesday if you're lazy. Thursday, Orange County, California, 9 p.m. Tickets on eventbrite.com. You just type in my name and it should pop right the fuck up. I think there's actually only 20 tickets left. Um, So if you're hearing this, it might be too late. Or if it's not too late, hop on that shit. And then after that, on July 7th, July 7th, I'll be headlining the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. If you know anybody in Phoenix, let them know that your boy will be out there. And then July 21st, Columbus, Georgia. I'll be headlining in Columbus, Georgia. It's like an hour outside of Atlanta. So if you know anybody in Atlanta, it's like an hour away. I don't know if anybody's going to drive an hour to get to the show. But, you know, if you do, I'll suck your dick. July 21st, Atlanta, Georgia. Or, damn it, uh, Columbus, Georgia. And then after that, way, way, ways away. Well, actually, there's some other ones in between. But I, I don't have my phone right here, so I forgot. But I know that... The weekend of September 9th and 10th, I'll be headlining the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which, again, is like an hour outside of um, Philadelphia. So you know nobody in Philadelphia, you know nobody in Harrisburg. It's the capital city, and we'll be doing them shows with a capital F for fucking funny. I'm bringing Mikey in. It's going to be a ton of fun. And without other way, well, I guess I don't even have to say without other way. We can just jump right into this shit, dude. Like, fucking, the last episode I did was before I did that theater in Kerrville, and I was going to do a roadcast episode by myself about that gig in Kerrville. Because, man, dude, Kerrville, like, it's such, like, a like a small hick town. Like, like I've never heard somebody use, like, over yonder as, like, an actual, like, term of direction. Because I was over, I was at this, like, small office store or whatever, and I asked the guy, and I was like, yo, do y'all got, like, a KFC in town? And the guy said no, and then there's this, like, guy sitting down, like, he was in line, but there was this guy sitting down because he was so fat that he couldn't, like, stand up in line, so he, like, brought his own chair. It was ridiculous, bro, but this guy goes, he goes, he's like, well, there's a Popeye's over yonder, and I turn around, and he's just, like, pointing, like, in a direction, and I was like, oh, you all right. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Like, thanks. You know, like I got a phone. I don't know. I should have just asked the guy for directions. Like, do you know how to get there from here? And he was so fat that he'd probably would have been just like, you know, it's a 400 clicks west, fucking 200 steps east. Then you pass the church. Then you pass my ex-girlfriend's house. And yeah, it's in Popeye's right there. <laughs> dog, that guy was so fat. Not that, you know, I'm not against fat people, but like, dog, if you have to bring a chair into a store... Because you can't stand in line for like a minute. You know. At least do some bench presses with that chair or something. Some curls. Um, But the show itself. There was like. The theater was huge. The theater was huge. But it was like. 
I think there's like 120 people there. So and it so it was me doing 30, and then Billy Do Washington doing an hour. Um, and the venue was dope. Like you know, if it was like packed the fuck out, because it was kind of like you know 120 people spread out in this big ass venue. So it just kind of it and like for some reason they didn't like kill the house lights like that well. So you could I could see everybody, dude, and like everybody could see everybody. And like I'm on stage, this big ass stage, bro, this big ass backdrop. Uh, and it was pretty funny because the guys were like, the sound tech guys were like, "Is there any song that you want us to use to like bring you out there?" And I was like, "Oh man, dude, like this is such a small hick town. Like Kerrville's like literally middle of nowhere to like get to it. I did. It was like two hours outside of Austin, and I had to take like side roads and one way highways and pass through pass through towns where you know it's like." You could always picture like a dad and his kid being like, "Hey, Dad, can we can we get McDonald's tonight?" And the dad's like, "Of course, son. It's the only thing in town." Like fucking towns like that, where like their whole the town's whole economy is a fucking McDonald's off a one lane highway. I don't even know where they get the employees for this McDonald's either. Like they're all twelve. Uh, they're either twelve or like ninety. Um, but the show is dope. Or was it dope? I don't know. It was fucking the first, like, 15 minutes. First of all, everybody there was, like, old as fuck and white. Like, all old, old as fuck white people. Like, like hick town, bro. There's probably no black people in this town at all. And um, my first, like, 15 minutes went really well. Like, really well. Um, I even had, uh, like, a moment where, because I talked about how, uh, I wanted to find KFC, and then I was like, oh, man, like, not even, like, a, a Panda Express. Like, really, bro? Like, you guys don't have a fucking Panda? And this guy in the front row yelled out that they have a Chinatown. And I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. And, like, everybody laughed. And I was like, y'all got a fucking Chinatown here? Like, bro, you got to know, like, this is, like, like the downtown area of this town is, like, like, like if you've seen the, the first Thor movie, when they have that battle with that robot guy, like, that was sent by Asgard... And there's a small town, like it's like that. Like you're talking, like it, it's hard to explain these small towns to people that have never been to, like a southern small town. But like I'm talking, like like backwoods, like the building, like like people die in tornadoes because like the buildings are so like it. It's there's no Panda Express is like the best way I could describe it. And this guy was like, "We got a Chinatown," and I was like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." And then he said, he was like, no, really? And I was like, you're telling me you guys have a fucking Chinatown here? And I was like, yeah, like there's not even a KFC, no Pan Express, but you guys have a Chinatown? And uh, I was like, bro, like with real Asian people? And the guy was like, yeah. And I was like, are they, do they want to live here? Or did like these Asian people just visit one time and everybody was like, quick, get them. We want Chinese food. And it fucking, it killed, bro. I was like, quick, catch them, catch them Asians. Uh, but, and then it, I, I found out that, uh, they don't have a Chinatown. Chinatown is just the name of this fucking Asian restaurant that isn't even like, like there's no Asian people that work there, dude. Like it's like their Panda Express, but it's, the restaurant is called Chinatown. But because like I've been to like LA and like San Francisco, whenever I hear Chinatown, I was picturing like a whole like Chinese district of, of like, you know, Asian living and, you know, as, as an assortment of Asian, you know, uh, dining and cuisine and apartments for, like, just Asian people and shit. So when he said Chinatown, I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. There's no way there's a fucking Chinatown here, bro. It was it was really fucking funny. 
But then, but then, hold on, let me take a fucking drink. But then I do this joke, and they loved, I did some racist shit, they loved the racist shit. I did some shit about myself getting molested, or not molested, but like raped in prison. They loved it. And then I do this new joke that has been working in Austin, and it's worked in other places, but it did not work here. It did not work in small-ass Chinatown, Kerrville. Bro, I did this joke about, uh, you know, the, the show Beyond Scared Straight? About how I think that the show would be so much better and so much more effective if, like, the inmates were allowed to fuck the kids. <laughs> and, like, I do, like, a whole bit about it with, like, an act-out. I'm not going to do the bit on the podcast. Like, come to a show on, you know, next Thursday or Phoenix or Atlanta or, you know, Philly. Um, come out to a show but and see the joke because I'm not going to just not keep doing it. I think it's hilarious. Like, the whole act-out, it works, man. Um, but they hated it bro like dead silence bro dead silence and it was like it was actually like like i felt myself die like up on stage i was like well there goes that this is gonna suck dick for the rest of my fucking time and then i tried to like dig myself out of it and nah man dude these old people fucking like it was like i literally wanted to just be like remember that other stuff i was saying haha you know like fucking it would have been funny if i just started my set over <laughs> and just like redid the first 15 minutes as the last 15 minutes to see what w- I probably would have got more laughs if I did that than if I just continued doing what I was doing because like yeah it was really bad um I mean it wasn't really bad I, I listened back to the tape and afterwards people were coming up to me telling me um you know how funny I was and taking pictures with me and whatever but like dude in the moment I was like wow this sucks dick I would literally rather I would literally rather be just getting fucked in the ass in the green room by anybody than fucking standing up here in front of these old white hicks uh, in this small town, Kerrville. Uh, and I don't know, man, but, like, I still had fun. Like, it was still cool. Got to do a fucking theater and whatnot. But I was just like, dude, they, I'll never forget that feeling. And it had been a long time since I had bombed. Not to, like, suck my own dick or whatever, but, like, like, like there's, like, you know, there's jokes that don't hit or whatever, but then to, like, actually be just standing up there talking to silence with everybody staring at you like that, it's been a minute, bro. Like, and that shit, I forgot how much dick that shit sucks, bro. Anyway, yeah, so there's that. And I, I, I so I took a, I, I didn't do a roadcast after that uh, show because I was like, fuck, dude, like, I don't even know. I didn't want to say anything crazy about Kerrville, but, you know, it was whatever. I also went to a restaurant in that town because I was like, oh, man, dude, like if any restaurant in the world is going to have the best pulled pork, it's going to be this fucking place. And it was dog shit. Didn't even finish it. I also fucking, like, blacked out that night, which was actually, oh, yeah, that was really funny. After the show, this, like, group of, the only young people there were like, what are you doing after this? And I was like, probably going to go drink in some shithole dive bar. You know, like I normally do when I'm on the road, I'll just find some shithole fucking dive bar and drink. Um, and then they were like, oh, dude, like if you're not, if you have no plans. And I was like, I, dude, it's Kerrville, bro. I don't have plans. And they were like, they're like, fair point. And they're like, you should come with us to the boat. It's this like bar restaurant thing in Kerrville. 
uh, that's like supposedly like the spot for this town, right? And so I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Like it'll probably be like a good story. Something will happen. Like, and you know, even if nothing funny happens, like at least somebody go get fucked up. Like you know, uh, and so I get in this chick's car, and there's this chick. Uh, this other chick and then this guy is in the back seat with me um, and we go to this bar called The Boat. And I'm already hammered, bro. Like the, the green room had a bottomless tab. So I'm already like eight, nine drinks deep because I fucking, you know, didn't have the set that I would have hoped that I would have had. And then, you know, I was like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to fucking get hammered uh, and because it's free. And so then... I was already hammered, dude. And so we get there, and I ordered, like, fried crawfish tails, which were fire. And then they were also having, like, karaoke night. Oh, by the way, this bar sucks dick. This bar sucks dick, bro. Like, don't go to the fucking boat. It was whatever. I'm sure, actually, if you compare it to, like, other places, it probably wasn't even, like, it was probably the best spot, whatever. But there was, like, no hot chicks there. The hottest chick there actually got sexually assaulted while we were there, which was fucking hilarious, bro. Like, it was, like, straight out of a movie or some shit because, like, I was drunk just chilling there with these chicks and this guy who were at the show. We're just talking, you know. There was also karaoke going on, which was hilarious. I went up and I did Straight out of Compton and I did Homicide, uh, which was really fucking funny. Um, and, but, but in between songs, I was just hanging out with these dudes and this chick, these chicks that were at the show, you know, I was trying to fuck one of them. Um, but cause like, so two of them were married, the the girl driving and the guy in the back seat were married. And then the girl in the front passenger seat was the sister of the guy. And, but he was like super cool. So I was like, yeah, he probably wouldn't mind if I fucked this chick. You know what I mean? Or at least tried. And it, it, spoiler, I didn't. Um, I actually didn't even like try that hard. Like I was just like, eh, you know, I'm honestly, there was a point where like I was sitting there and we were talking and getting kind of close like to each other. And I literally like had that pep talk in my head where I was like, you're too fucked up. You even get your dick hard right now, bro. Like there's no way. Like it was like, like I could have, I should have like went into the bathroom and like, you know, started watching porn just to, like get myself like just started or something just to see, just to see if I could get it up, you know, like normal guys do. But like, I don't know. I just felt like there's no, like thinking back on it, like yeah, bro. Like I was not getting hard for shit that night, bro. So I literally just like stopped hitting on this chick, and then oh yeah, the whole the hottest girl in the bar, this Asian girl, like the only Asian girl in town, bro. Hilarious. It was also like the hottest girl there, and she got like sexually assaulted while we were there, like right in front of us too. This guy, like this old guy in this maroon shirt. I don't know why I even remember. I think it, I la I was so hammered that I laughed. Uh, but he like grabs her ass like at the bar, like right in front of everybody, just grabs her ass. And I was like, what the fuck? And then like these dudes, like these other, like <laughs> these fucking dudes, man, these like hillbilly ass white dudes saw it, like grabbed that guy. And like, you know how, like you see in the movies, like dudes, like get picked up by the shirt, bro. They like pick this guy up by his shirt, drag him out front and kick his ass. I was like, bro, this, all of a sudden, I literally was trashing this bar in my head. I was like, this fucking sucks dick. I would never be fucking here if I wasn't, you know, here right now. And then this, this guy grabs this chick's ass and gets his ass kicked. I was like, bro, this is fucking awesome. This bar is lit as fuck now. And then, then I got called to go up and do karaoke again. And then it was actually pretty fucking sweet. And then I got a ride back to my car. And then I totally didn't drive my car back to the hotel room that was like a mile away. Um... But yeah, it was really funny. Um, 
Or, I mean, it wasn't, like, really funny, but it was just funny that the guy, like, you know, you always see in, like, movies the guy, like, gets his ass kicked or whatever, like, touching the girl. But, like, you know, in real life, I've never seen that happen, really. Like, it's always, like, hey, man, not cool. And then, like, that's it. This one was just, like, no ifs, ands, and buts and just grabbed him and kicked his ass. I was like, man, dude, I'm fucking in the south right now, bro. But, I don't know. Speaking of girls, bro, dude, I fucking, so, um, as y'all know, I'm on fucking Tinder or whatever. And there's this girl, I'm not going to say her name, but there's this girl who, I think it was like August or some shit. And you know how I have that rule where I won't like fuck a chick twice? This is why. People will be like, why or whatever. And I'm like, this story is why. Like, like to a point in the T. But when I made the rule, like it wasn't because of that. It's I just want to get as much experience as I possibly can for like, you know, when I settle down. Like, with whoever my future wife will be, I could, like, lay all these crazy-ass moves down. You know what I mean? I just want to learn as much as I can from every chick. And it's also boring to just talk to the same chick, if I'm being honest. But I met up with this chick off Tinder. If you remember, if you remember correctly, this chick uh, was the one that I spent, like, 175 bucks on because I took her to a steakhouse. And then we went, like, bowling after um, it was like 175 bucks. I didn't realize like how expensive, like the bowling was more expensive than the fucking steakhouse, bro. I didn't realize how expensive bowling is at all. I don't understand how people have that as a hobby at all. That just is just financially like irresponsible. But yeah, dude, it was like 80 bucks for like two hours. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Um, anyway, so I fucked that chick. Um, and then, you know, months passed. Now it's May. That was like August or September or some shit like that. I don't remember. Um, and so she had like a boyfriend or some shit like that. And I guess this guy like ghosted her or whatever. And so then he, or he, whatever, she hits me up. She's pretty cute, dude. Like she's pretty cute. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know, I'll break this rule. She, she's hot, whatever. Uh, and so she hits me up. She's like, and it was actually really fucking funny because like people out here, uh, like this chick, it's funny because they're like, I don't think they realize like uh, 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 other stuff in the world because she was like, oh man, I haven't seen a movie in a long time. We should go to this theater that has the reclining, like the really nice reclining chairs. And she was like, I haven't been to a movie in a long time. Like we should go do this. And I was like, the really nice, like I literally was confused because I was like, dude, every theater that I've like ever been to for like the last like seven years has those fucking chairs. So like, it was funny because she's like, let's go to this one because they have the chairs. And I was like, what? Like, and I found out that like out here they do, they still have like the ghetto ones. They still have the ghetto fucking movie theaters out here. And I want to find one because I miss that shit, bro. Like that was like childhood. I remember sitting there watching Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire with fucking swamp ass uh, eating popcorn. You would dig your asshole and then eat your popcorn. Remember that shit, dude? The itchy ass fucking chairs. And you would sit there and they would like, if you sat the wrong way, it would like try and fold you in. <laughs> like as a kid, uh, if you sat too far back, it would try to like fold you in. Um, I miss that shit. But like, anyway, so I was like, yeah, fuck it. And she was like, I was, she was like, what movie you want to see? And I was like, ah, you know, I'd already seen Doctor Strange, which by the, I'm no spoilers, but that movie was fire, bro. Like, if you haven't seen the new Doctor Strange movie, I'm not going to spoil it. Just go see it. It was really good. And she was like, okay, cool. Like, I haven't seen it, whatever. And then she was like, I'll buy the tickets. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, bro. Like, now, so in my head, I was like, I was like, damn, I'm going to fucking bang this chick. 
see Doctor Strange for free. Like, fuck yeah, dude. And so, uh, we're at, we're at the theater. And I picked her up from work. And she doesn't have a car, but she's hot, so it's like you know who cares. Um, and so I picked her up from the theater. And so, or I picked her up from her work. And so she put her like she had like a drawstring bag, and she put it in my back seat. She was like, "Is that cool?" And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Uh, and so like I I had already been drinking, so I was like, "Whatever." Uh, and so we're in there watching the movie, and you know it's like halfway through the movie now. And so, like, I fucking, I try to lay a move, you know, I try to go in for a kiss. Uh, and she, like, rejected me, and I was like, what the fuck? And so then she was like, nah. And I was like, what? And so then uh, I was like, what the fuck? And I had to piss. And so I went to the bathroom, and I was texting Marissa, dude. And I was like, fucking shout out to Marissa Castro. I was texting her, I was like, bro, this is fucking bunk, dude. Like, what's this bullshit? Like, I was like, I could just leave right now. And Marissa was like, nah, dude, like, like go back in there, like, lay another move and if she rejects it again then just dip and i was like yeah that's probably a good idea you know i'm already all the way out here i'm on the like the other side of town too it was like 20 minutes from my house so i was like you know what fuck it uh and so i went um i went back into the theater and sat back down and then you know like five minutes later i tried to lay another move and she rejected it again i was like what the fuck and so i was like it was really weird because i was like uh we've already fucked i don't get what this is and so like i feel like um, because we fucked on, like, the first date that other time, she only wanted to go out again so that she could, like, reject me this time, which is why I don't fucking go out with girls twice. You know what I mean? Like, I've already succeeded in the mission of whatever the goal was between me and that fucking chick. And so, like, to do it again and just have her be like, you know, no, just to say no, I'm like, well, this is retarded. I'm going to fuck, I'm out of here, you know? Like, this is pointless. And so I literally just got up and left. <laughs> I just left, hopped in my, I just left her there at the movie theater, got in my car and just bailed. Uh, and I had to get gas, so I stopped at the gas station and I look in the back seat and I see her fucking shit. And I was like, God damn, dude, did I just fucking rob this chick? And then I opened up the bag, opened up the drawstring, and I was like, please don't have a wallet in here. Please don't have a wallet in here. And of course, there's a fucking fat wallet in there. And I was like, motherfucker, dude. And so like, I opened the wallet, and dude, there's like three fucking debit cards and like a like hundred bucks cash. And shit, and I was like, God damn it. And because if there was like no cash, I was like, yeah, she could, you know, she could just cancel her own shit and get a new card. Fuck it, you know, that's not my problem. And I was like, but there was fucking like a hundred bucks cash, and I was like, God damn it. Uh, and I, I honestly, I thought about using her card to like pump some gas, like to fill my gas tank, because it's expensive now, bro. I was like, hey, you know what? You're gonna waste my time. You're about to fucking waste no money on my gas tank. But then I was like, ah, fuck, you know, it's probably bad luck. To have some, like, stolen gas in your car. And, you know, that, that's when you get in, like, a car crash. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I didn't. I just paid for my own gas. Because it's not like I can't afford the gas. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just get the fucking gas whatever. But, like, I was just like, man, dude. I thought it would be funny to just fucking be like, ah, you thought, bitch. But, no. And then I, I go through the rest of her bag, bro. And there's this fucking yellow book in there. Uh, let me pull it. I took a picture of it because it was hilarious. I already returned her shit. Um, but I got I to gotta pull up this picture and read the title of this book. It was hilarious. It's called, do, do, do. It's called, You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. Bruh, a straight up like self-help book. And then I, when I saw that, I felt bad too. I was like, fuck, God damn it. I was like, this chick's like suicidal or some shit. And I just left her there. But you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I ended up returning her shit. I just dropped it off her at her work like the next day. 
bro. And she was like blowing my phone up. She's like, let me know when you're here. Like, are you on your way? And you're on your way, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you're at fucking work. What do you need this book for? You know what I mean? Like fucking in your wallet. What are you going to go fucking buy a house? What do you fucking need it right now for? You're fucking being super needy for someone having a favor done for them. You know what I mean? But whatever. But it reminded me of um, when I took this other chick where I met up with this other chick. At, and she was like 33 too, which is always like a tough sell on like Tinder because like 33-year-olds aren't like looking for like a one-night stand off Tinder. They're kind of just looking to like – they're either looking for like a fuck buddy for like a while, which I'm not trying to, you know, do because the same thing. I'm trying to get another good experience. And, you know, fuck buddies end up turning into, you know, something else, which I don't want. And then – um, or they're just looking for a flat-out relationship. But so this chick – I meet up with this, like, 33, 34-year-old. I actually don't remember. She was in her 30s. I don't remember her exact age. But we met up at the Barton Barton, Barton Springs Saloon or the Barton Creek Saloon or some shit like that. It's off of Barton, Barton Springs Road and 1st Street. Um, and the thing that's funny about this place is I'm now I'm, I'm actually, if you were to look at statistics, I've taken or I've met up with two chicks there, and I've struck out with both of them. And they're the only two chicks I've struck out with in Austin. They were both at the same bar, bro. And like, and by struck out, I mean like she met up there to like see me. Like we met up off Tinder at this bar and I still fucking struck out somehow. Whatever, bro. But like I got to go back to that bar and try to, you know, I can't go. I can't go over, bro. I can't go over. Um, but... So I meet up with this chick, right? And so I showed up. The, I, actually, I said somehow I struck out. This is the reason why. I showed up 30 minutes late. <laughs> I, was, I don't remember what I was doing. I was watching the Angels game or something, but I showed up like 30 minutes late. And so she had already been there for like a half hour. So she had already started her own tab. And then I showed up, and, you know, we were like hanging out, and I had to go in and get a drink. And so I opened my own tab, and she was still at the table outside. It's outside. The bar's inside. So she's still at the table outside. I went in to get us a drink, get her a drink, get me a drink on my tab. And I get the drinks. We go out there. We're talking, whatever, hanging out. I go back in. I get us two more drinks on my tab, hang out, whatever. And then so but also the first time she was with me, too. So the the bartender saw the bartender saw me and her together. OK, so excuse me. The bartender knows that we were together. And so we go. We're outside hanging out, whatever. And it became apparent. Uh, that I was not going to be successful, that there was 0% chance that we were going to have sex that night because she already said that uh, multiple You know, a lot of times girl will be like, we're not having sex tonight, and then, like, you know, you have sex that night. Uh, this is one of those where I was like, yeah, this chick's not fucking. And, like, it was, you know, it's obvious. It's obvious when. Uh, and so I was like, all right, well, now I'm just wasting my time here with this, like, 35-year-old random bitch. And so I, I literally, I went inside the bar. I was like, I literally, I told her, I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And she was like, all right, for sure. And I go inside, and I went up to the bar, and this was actually really fucking funny. I don't remember what she said, what the lady said that made me do this, but I was like, oh, really? All right. And so I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I go in, and I was like, oh, man, dude, there's something something wrong with my card. If you could just swap those drinks to her tab. Uh, and so they literally just gave me my card back, put four drinks that were on my tab on her tab. So I didn't even, like, I cleared my tab by putting all my drinks on her tab, and I bailed out the back. <laughs> oh, man. Now, I wish that there was, like, a like a follow-up cam 
you know, like I wish that I like I hid in a bush and like watched her like not only find out that I just left, like how long it took her to like how long it took her like sitting there because she never texted me. You'd be like, are you coming back? You know, because like, you know, women are smart. She knows that I wasn't coming back. And um, how long it took her to realize that I wasn't coming back. And then when she decided to go and just close out her tab and then just bail. Um, when they were like, yeah, your tab's actually $60. Uh, fuck. Classic. But, yeah, you know, sometimes you just gotta, I guess sometimes you just gotta be a douche like that because it's funny. I was, I literally was just bored. I was like, I wonder if this will work. And then it did. I was like, no fucking way. Um, there's something else that I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, dude. So this weekend has been interesting on Wednesday, I went and saw the Lenochi and Friends show at Vulcan Gas Company, uh, and I watched Chris D'Elia do an hour. Um, now, those of you who have followed the podcast for a while know that Chris D'Elia was one of the first comics that I ever actually saw live. Um, like when I first when I first turned twenty one, was able to go into like comedy clubs, and so and his first special, man, like Incorrigible, was one of the funniest specials I've ever seen. Um, so like when that whole thing came out with him, like I didn't really know what to think. I didn't really comment on it, um, you know. And it was funny to see everybody have all these opinions and post all this shit everywhere. It's like, bro, you don't fucking know. And I'm not, I'm not saying he he didn't do it, but I'm just saying like, man, like it doesn't even like involve you, bro. Like like some of the like people will just post shit. Like I understand uh, if you're you know you know someone that's like a victim, or if you yourself are like a victim or whatever. But then there's people I see posting. I'm like, dude, I was just hanging out with you yesterday. You don't have anything to do with this at all. Like, you know what I mean? You know those people. And then they post shit, like, you know, uh, about it just, like, get clout or to make themselves, like, look better. And I'm like, what are you fucking, dude, what are you what are you doing, man? And so like, I didn't really post anything because it didn't really, like, involve me um, in, like, any way, shape, or form. I do think he's hilarious. Um, except his last special was dog shit. I'm sorry. Um, he just The whole time he was just pandering to the crowd. That whole... I don't know. And it's also weird just commenting on other people's comedy. But I do think he's hilarious. Um, but he ran his new hour at Vulcan, and I got to see it for free on Wednesday night. And he did talk about the whole getting canceled thing. And I just felt like it just fell short of the mark. Like, it was just, he just came off bitter. And, like, it didn't really, it just didn't really hit, man. But he did a bunch of jokes about his new son and they were absolutely hilarious, dude. Like hilarious. So like after the show, I was like, I don't even know what to think. Because I was like, man, dude, like, like half of his shit was like really funny. And then the other half, it was just like a different person. It was really weird. Um, but glad I saw it. And like I said, I'm not defending anybody in any way, shape or form. I will always go fucking, you know, enjoy comedy. And I was, you know, curious as to what the man had to say. Um, because, you know, then there was people, you know, on their stories being like, anybody that was at the Chris D'Elia show is a fucking, you know, rapist, too. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, people are crazy, bro. Like, or, or maybe I'm just a fan of comedy and I wanted to see what this guy had to say. Um, Very weird. But anyway, then the next day, next night, yesterday night, I saw I was in the third row. And this one I paid for, paid a lot, to, <laughs> paid a lot of money uh, to see uh, Daniel Tosh who is by far the greatest comedian of all time. I'm sorry, bro. Like, he's number one in my book. He's my favorite comic. Um, this podcast is named Barely Serious. It's like a, a, like a sign of respect, like an ode 
to his first album, Completely Serious, from 2007 that he filmed in Irvine. And it's like, you know, this is barely serious. That's completely serious. It's kind of like a like an omen, or not an omen, like an ode, like a like a tip of the cap to that because just how influential he has been on you know my stylings and you know there's you know my style is like a mix of like a lot of different people, uh, you know, and myself mainly, but like in like inspirational man, dude, like that dude, like I used to stay up all night just binge watching Tosh Point oh when I was you know like twelve. And then, you know, when I was older, I stopped watching Tosh.0 and I focused more on his comedy specials. But, dude, like, I had Happy Thoughts, the DVD, and I memorized that whole thing, bro, front to back. Like, that one came out in 2010, and I remember watching it debut on Comedy Central and just, like, man, dude, like, you could, like, just watching it be like, you could say that? Like, you could say that? Like, you know, I was just amazed, man. Like, the guy is something else. And he did an hour and a half. Uh, at this show last night and destroyed, destroyed, like destroyed, bro. Like my, I had a smile on my face the whole, my, my face is sore. I had a smile on my face the whole time, the whole time. Like, like he's about to do, he like, he's on tour right now. Like if you have the opportunity to go see Daniel Tosh, don't miss it, man. Like he's a straight hermit, bro. Like that guy doesn't do any podcasts, any appearances, any nothing. And now that his show's gone, like, man. Like, go see that guy while you can, because once he's gone, that dude's not coming back out, bro. But, yeah, it was just, like, you know, and I feel so inspired, like, just watching, like, in, you know, a weird way, even watching Dalia. Like, he already has an hour, um, he already has a new hour, uh, and to see how, you know, he thinks about his kid and how he turns, you know, regular situation into something, you know, a regular situation that every parent goes through and this aspect, bring it to this new, you know, a new perspective. Because it's all about perspectives. And it's funny, I think it's funny when, like, girls will be like, I really like, like, the way you think about things. I mean, like, your perspective. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking, you know, it's comedy. I'm trying to see things and, like, you know, I see things in a funny way. It doesn't mean I have a different perspective. It just means I, you know, I think about things differently than you do. Because, you know, I don't know. But anyway, I just feel so inspired just watching those two dudes do their hours. Just being like, man, like, fucking, you know, I felt... It's hard to describe, but besides, you know, like, inspired is, like, the right word, but, I don't know, I feel like I'm just fucking talking you all ear off about fucking two totally different guys, um, but that's the way things go. Um, man, there was something else that I wanted to talk about. Let me see real quick. Do, do, do. Now, I think I'm going to wrap it right there. Um, do, do, do. Yeah, but I mean, Daniel Tosh is the greatest of all time. You can't convince me otherwise. I don't even have a top five. I just know that he's number one. Like, I kind of... Oh, yeah, dude. Those strawberry banana smoothies at McDonald's are fire. I don't even have, like, a a top five, really. It's hard to put a top five. If I were to, you know, Bill Burr would be in there. Chappelle would be in there. Um, Tosh would be number one. I really liked Jesselnik for a while. Um, I don't think he's top five, but I do like him. It's just very, there's just so many dudes out there and like, and chicks, but like, I don't know. It's, you know, it's one of those things, it's like top five. I could do top five 
um, like albums and shit like that. But like I couldn't do like top five comedians because it, it just uh, it changes. It changes over time. And like you can't be like, oh, I wonder what you know. I wonder what Bill Hicks would have said about COVID. You know what I mean? Like you can't. So it's like different eras about that. Nah, you know, this is stupid. I don't. I don't want to. If I fucking get down this rabbit hole, I'll be down this rabbit hole for an hour and a half. Uh, but thanks you guys for listening. Enjoy. Uh, we'll be back on. We'll be back on schedule. There will be episodes every Friday, like it was before. Just needed that little mental break. And uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your day.